This is Rob Van Dam. Just want to tell you that you should listen to the Wrestling Fan Podcast like you're doing right now, because I was asked to say it. It's time for some wrestling fan now. Let's listen and find out who wrestling was good. Maybe all the wrestling was bad, but the show is still awesome, so that's up to start. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan the longest running wrestling show thing weekly podcast ever. Munch drugs. Nine hundred fifteen. Um, I'm Joe Negron along with Mr. Mutant Larry. Hello. Uh, hi, hey Joe. Um, so yes, somebody <clears throat> yes named the stocky gentleman paid um paid money to have Larry eat a bag of drugs, <laughs> gummy bear drugs or something, and um. Larry started eating them like 20 minutes ago, so um <laughs> Are you there? Yes, yes. I'm just Okay. He's fine. He's I'm fine. fine. Don't worry about I'm it. Fine. I just need deep breaths. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh so welcome <clears throat> to the show. I guess I'm doing this by myself. I'm so- addicted, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Is that real? Does it is it is it like I'm itching. Is that a sign? You're is that itching? a thing? Is that a drug thing? Itching? itching? Hmm. I don't know. Let me tell people. Larry, well, Larry eats a gummy bear-sized bag of drugs. As I big think. as a bear? Some, as big as a bear. I'm drinking, not a sponsor, Mountain Dew Fruit Quake. Yes. A didn't you just... Bla- ha- didn't you, how many earthquakes a day do you need? No. With a blast of artificial fruitcake flavor, Fruit Quake... Good How luck finding it at the store. Okay. Wow, this is gonna be good. Did you get and a? Don't mean the uh, drink. Did you? Did you feel the? Did you feel the, uh, the earthquake? earthquake? Yes. This just today, now. Yesterday. Was it? When was? No. You're making me look silly. Well, that's not difficult. Would, but but uh no the one. This is. Did you just awesome have an earthquake? Show. If we did, I don't. I didn't feel it. I don't know. Don't you live in that state? Yeah, but. Sometimes it Are you happens. Faking this LA just... thing, Joe. <laughs> it's fruit fake. For the last fifteen years, we've even just been down fake the street. Fake quake. I'm just right by your house. You just didn't see. It. Looking up, look up in the tree. The podcast is coming from the house. Oh. This is going to be an interesting program. Really? Larry's different. He's altered. Altered. You're putting beast. me on a program already. Oh my god! Something like that. But we're going to talk about wrestling this week, and we're going to talk about the gift that WWE has given me, because they sent me my gift yesterday. I'll talk about it during the news. No, I'm not on the payroll. It's a like a spiritual gift or something. Are you on the dole? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Only if you work at the pineapple factory. Oh, boy. Okay. Now, Larry thinks he's funny, so this is going to be a problem. <laughs> it could be. It's a weird state because usually I know I'm funny. Wow, it's going as slow as I think it is. Yes, and I heard like wind blow through a cave when you said oh. that. That was interesting. I will try to talk faster. I'm sorry. It's okay. But we're going to talk about all the things this week. For some reason, we got well. We'll we'll tell you why. Uh, we got some. Uh, shows i i did the thing i said i was going to do i found out um about all the tv tapings and then the rest of the world found out too so we're gonna still talk about <laughs> it <laughs> it's you know i tried and then i got the info and then like the next day everybody else knew too so 
I didn't really get that much insider information. But anyway, um, we'll talk about all that and more. And um, are you still there, Larry? Still live? Yeah. Yes, I'm still here. Okay. Just making sure. Can you hear me? I have to. I was told to monitor, babysit you. Monitors. Yeah, like a baby monitor. Okay. Well, I. <laughs> oh no. Isn't there news and ratings, Joe? There's a lot of things, Did but I just, this? No. I just wanted to see how you were doing first. I'm, I'm fine. This All is right. your point. It's what? Uh, you run point on news. So oh, just... my God. Okay, I'm going to do the news now. Um, <laughs> but don't forget, uh, people, people, people. Excuse me, burp. This is a professional show. Um, fruit quake. We're not getting paid to say it. Uh, we should be, though. <laughs> That's the worst tagline. It's a holiday fruitcake. We're not getting paid to say it. Um, The holiday drink. Wow. I should tell people what it tastes like. Hold on. Mm. Isn't it fruit cake? Mm. It does taste like an artificial fruit fruit cake flavor. And there's some nutmeg in there. Cinnamon. Other weird flavors. Overall, though. For a temporary holiday drink, I like it. I enjoy it. All holidays are temporary if you wait long enough. I, I know. I, well, yes. Larry's right. What <laughs> words from Larry? Um, speaking of Larry, somehow Larry has gained um, $25 <laughs> this week from people using oh. the code SmartWrestlingFan69. We want to thank uh, Humna Mahama for his Larry Christmas gift. So thank him, Larry. Thank you. Well, look at that Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> it's almost like I'm here by alone today. Um, <laughs> almost. But that's okay. We didn't know what to expect, you know? I don't. It's only been 25 years. Or... Oh, my golly. Wow. Okay, so. <laughs> my day gummy was. <laughs> how you can get in on the action is uh, Smart Wrestling Fan 69 action. <laughs> is to go to smartwrestlingfan.com and donate or you can and use the code smartwrestlingfan69 right right larry yes mm-hmm. then, good and then um also mm-hmm. if you want the direct link it's paypal.me slash swf podcast you can also go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan become a patron of the arts Become a patron of smart wrestling fan and get all sorts of goodies that are listed on that site you can get Things and stuff and more things. So go do that today. Oh, and we just did the uh, we just did the finals uh, on Smart Wrestling Fan More. We just did the finals of the the World Tag League and Super Junior Tag League Ooh, finals. Was it France or Argentina? It's not the World Cup. It's the World Tag League. And then we did the whole rundown for. Wrestle Kingdom, we did tons of news on cheering and booing and what they're allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do in Japan. All the news about cheering. All the and news and everything going into January and stuff about Sasha Banks and all. So get all that. That's on Smart Wrestling Fan. More exclusively on Patreon right now. So let's do the news. Here we go. We got it here. News. Mm-hmm. Start with ratings last week's Monday Night Raw. I promised news. Now I know. We're doing it. Well, we're, this is part of the news. It's the ratings, Larry. million viewers. Not good. Um, But, you know, whatever. Raw is what it is. SmackDown Live actually went down as well. 2.1 million. 
AW Dynamite's way up because of winter is coming. That was 950,000 viewers. NXT, why don't I, 666,000 viewers. Is that right? Oh my God. The Demon? Really? Uncle Haldzies. Uncle Haldzies, yes. And then uh, Rampage, 464,000. So that's a little bit up. But we want to talk about the news right now because um, the big news after we did the show last week on Tuesday night uh, on NXT, all of a sudden uh, Mandy Rose was fired. <laughs> yes, Mandy Rose fired from WWE. Is there a correlation there? Did we say something? No. Something I did? Well, yeah. Something, something I subscribed to? It was what? something you might have done. <laughs> Remember when you wanted to go on her fan time page and send her a, I, I didn't know it would knock her send clear her off pictures. the web or whatever happened to her. Yikes. Her fired. You said that with on purpose and with purpose. <laughs> Excuse me, burp. Oh, this fruit quake is getting to me here. Okay, so I'm not trying to compete with you, Larry, because you're... Oh, you're, no. That's impossible. I can't handle a fruit quake. No. But anyway, wow, <laughs> these jokes are just so good this week. Um, So Mandy, Mandy Rose fired. So why, you might ask, did she get fired? I did. And it really was because of the fan time page. It was, um, it was talked about. Some people were spreading the rumors that it was because she had made all this extra money that day. The, the rumor, big rumor that day was she's made so much money on this site. WWE is going to fire her. But it wasn't that it was because it was because of the content like Larry was talking about <clears throat> and other things that she has posted since then. I guess Shawn Michaels eyes converged into one, which isn't that <laughs> difficult and went Auga. women will make that happen. Right, and she and he said "auga," and then it made that sound effect, and then and then he unfortunately said, "Well, you know, I'm a hypocrite. I need to. We need to fire Mandy because I never did anything like that ever in my life. Oh. I know it has nothing to do with that." So they told Mandy Rose, "Well, you have to drop the title tonight instead of at New Year's Evil," and she dropped the title. Roxanne Perez, of course, is the new champion. Is there a video of her dropping the title? That's on her fan time. Oh, page. I gotta pay extra for that. Yeah, you do. Okay, are you ready for this one? Yes. The question is, does Mandy Rose care that she got fired? The answer is no. In the last five days, Larry, she has made yes. half a million dollars on this website. Oh my god, no. Yep. At this rate That's almost what I've made so far on paper. I know, it's crazy. At this rate, she will be into the millions. Um, by Christmas. So, yep. Well, Merry Christmas to her. Yeah. So does she care that she doesn't have to wrestle anymore? Mm, no, not really. I don't think she cared if she was wrestling before. I don't think so either. But there you go. There's your Mandy Rose news. So whether or not they should have fired her or not fired her, that's a whole different debate. Um, but they, you know, sponsors don't want that kind of association with WWE. I understand wanting to keep your billion dollar company afloat, but you know, TK has already said he'd, he'd hire her. He doesn't care about her, what she's doing on that site, but he's not going to pay her to wrestle. Yeah. He'd pay her to do other things. Yeah. What? No, 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 no. I mean, like, like she's, I mean, she's not going to, she'd be like somebody's mouth. Pete. Oh my God. You need to just stop. I swear. I'm not. To... <laughs> no more. So speaking of firings, fake and fake firings, remember last week on Raw, 
Lashley got fired. At the, that was the cliffhanger. Yeah, boy, yeah. I wonder how that'll get resolved. The next day, they unfired him. And then, if you watch Raw today, uh, he's not even on the show. Then why do we? What are we doing? What is this? And didn't we find out about it in pretend time on TV by Paul Heyman just having an off comment about it? On TV, that's how we found out yeah. about it. If, if you only of, just watched off the of shows. TV on Tuesday, the day Mandy Rose got fired last week. That's how I'll ever for remember it. That's right. That's how I remember it too. It was the day the challenger exploded <laughs> and the day Mandy Rose got fired. It's yep. only two um, solid points in my memory. Yeah, pretty much. There's a few others. But um the day Mandy Rose exploded. <laughs> wow. But anyway, what's my point here? Oh yeah, so that yeah, that's how they released the, the news. It was through a video of Adam homeless man Pierce saying, um, I was hasty. I made a hasty decision. Lashley's not really fired. I don't even know if I have that power. Come back here with my fish. <laughs> I don't know what that means. What does come hey, back here with my fish? It makes the same amount of sense as everything. No, what what I don't understand is is the story that he was. He says, "Oh, I'm sorry, I fired you, Bobby Lashley," and Bobby Lashley's like, "Oh, well, I'm not coming back." Yeah, I, I don't care because he just is gone, right? It's one of those. Th- I think it's a. I think it's from the office. Italian restaurant. If you don't know, there was a thing. <laughs> there was a thing in the office where <laughs> what? It's just a copier machine, Joe. I know. There's a thing. There's a thing on the office where everybody was making fun of Kevin Malone and saying he was Cookie Monster, and they made a Which video. One's Kevin Malone, the bigger guy. Yeah, Kev- okay. Kevin Malone. They made fun of him because he talk slow and is like cookie monster so they made a hurtful parody video of cookie monster with kevin's voice saying oscar what's the difference between a chalupa an enchilada and a chimichanga call me back and stuff like that and cookie monster would say these things and the office was all making fun of kevin and so the office homeless man gabe who Lives he lives in Florida every other day. He has to fly to Florida every other day from Pennsylvania to do a job down there. Imagine flying five days a week. That's that's him. That's Gabe. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the boss. Has to his he works in in Dunder Mifflin in Scranton. Wait, in real life or in storyline? No, in this it's all this is story. Oh, okay. okay. So his boss is like this this grifter. Okay, this homeless man, and this homeless man. Wait, the, the guy's boss is a homeless man. He, he, I'm joking about the homeless part, but he's oh. but he is but he he does have uh, he, anyway. That's not the point. I was trying to make him Adam Pierce, but anyway, the point is the guy fires or, or suspends people from the office for making the the comments about the Cookie Monster video. Wait, They're wait, like. Nope, that the was guy or the guy's homeless boss guy mm. fires. Larry's having a hard time following this, and so am I. So that's okay. <laughs> what is going on? The point is this: this is Gabe from the office. Gabe, he's the guy. 
He's the boss. He's fake the boss. The boss's boss or the boss? He's the fake boss like Adam Pierce. The homeless boss. And he decides the to boss. Yes, and he decides to start suspending people left and right. Basically, he's just sending them home and they still get paid. That's what Adam Pierce did with Lashley. So Lashley, of course, is going to call and say, or, or answer the phone and say, I'm, no, I'm not coming back now. Because he's probably still getting paid because he really didn't get fired. Wouldn't you do that too? Why are so many people disappearing from WWE? Who else is? Uh, Drew. Uh, who else? Drew McIntyre. I am not positive. But I have a pretty good suspicion, suspiciousness, that he has, wow, look, conveniently one month off. It's because of drugs. Riddle's missing. Drugs. Oh, my God, Larry. Riddle's Riddle's people, his agent or whoever, (laughs) said, Riddle's not in rehab. Do not print that. (laughs) And I said, I didn't print it. We're we're spoken word podcast. (laughs) Biddy-up-bop-boop-bop-bop. Riddle. And rehab drugs, 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 big daddy drugs. So, thank you. Okay, that's enough. But all right, so that lastly, unfired, yeah, and fired, whatever. Um, okay, and then my Christmas gift from WWE, Larry, yes. <laughs> There's no Raw next week. The That's day after Christmas, okay, WWE just gonna... get me. What they get me? They got you a taped SmackDown. Oh no! I'm sorry. They got yeah. They did. That's all you're getting this week. I'm sorry, but for me, no yeah. new Raw. So wow, that's no that's Raw's good Raw. That's great. It's just gonna be a recap, and instead of calling it the best of Raw. Are you ready? They're calling it the okayest of Raw. The absolute best of Raw. Oh, oh, oh no filler best. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. It's organic Raw. Now, I did say I would tell everybody the taping schedule. So, yeah. So here's the, okay, here's the weird part. <laughs> Larry, there's Monday night is the day after Christmas. There's no new Raw, yet there is a Raw. Wow, Joe, and I thought I was the one that's high. I know. It's so deep. Columbus, Columbus, Ohio. What? The cop the cops are gonna come for you. I hope you moved somewhere else. Okay, ready? Columbus, Ohio. There is a house show raw happening <laughs> while Raw would be on the air. For what purpose? For the so for they the, don't lose that's, practice? That's to entertain the fans, but they wanted to give all the production people the day off. For the day after Christmas. Wow. You see. That's it. Oh, I guess. What do they do to deserve? Right. Now, the other tapings. So there's no new Raw, like I said, even though there's a house show um, the day after Christmas. But also the taping schedule is as follows. This week's SmackDown is taped. We will not give out the spoilers because we actually need something to talk about next week since there's no Raw. But we will not give out the spoilers but there, there is no SmackDown happening this Friday live. It will be a taped show. And NXT has taped shows all the way up into the new year. And the next live one looks like will be January 
10th. So, wow. Happy go. New Year. Yep. That's it. That's your news. Now we're going to try a thing called Larry Reviews Wrestling while eating a bag of gummy drugs. <laughs> so, this should okay. be interesting. Uh, Let's see if you can figure I'm out which fine. show it is. No, I'm totally fine. I've done this for years. Uh-huh. I just stand it on my head. Uh-huh. Uh, I, Lewis Curtis. What is the show? Us. I don't even know what the show is, Larry. How long, how long have you been doing this? Oh. Uh, Alex. Hey, oh, A-W, boy. You're ruining it. A.W. Dynamite. <laughs> That's it. Oh, it's Love. Dynamite. No, it's not it. Winter is coming. Oh, what, you got to get me. Let me get down to the lines. Okay. Lewis Curtis Caldwell Center, Garland, Texas. That's right. Excalibur, Tony Schiavone, and Taz. Yeah. And winter is coming. It starts the 21st. But oh, okay. You it is, did it. So they're right, right? Mm-hmm. right? It's this week. It's coming. It's not I yet. Know, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They were mm-hmm. right. Look at me. Man, I snap right into this like a pearl. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the Elite versus Death Triangle, that which I've written twice. Uh what oh, match I, is it? I don't think I corrected my notes. So, okay. So Death okay, Tri- but... Triangle is up two to one. Yes. Ooh. Which means this is match four. Yes. So everybody comes out. Copyright music is fantastic. I have written. I love it. it. Just, even if it's not a song you like, just, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Carrie Oma. Uh, no, so many... I'm not, I'm not a Kansas fan, but I, I the song <laughs> with those wrestlers is like something wonderful and magical. Yes. So, there's so many people at ringside, like you know, all their hanger honors. Yeah. Don Callis is a commentary. This crowd looks great, turns out it is great. So, they really have fun tonight. Bucks have shoe problems. Nick Jackson hurts his ankle, has to go to the back. He comes back later. <laughs> Pinta, Pinta vicious hammy Nick, Uncle Phoenix holding. Yes. So, uh, Pinta, yes, he uses the hammer. Yes. And Nick's ankle, uh, while Phoenix is just holding, accidentally holding Nick's leg. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right, because <laughs> don't forget, shocked, but... because Phoenix still isn't really all 100% on board with this cheating thing. And, and, and Phoenix is shocked, but he then does go for the lank, ankle lock, and Nick has to t- tap. So yeah. it's three to one. Mm-hmm. Post, uh, it's a post-match. Bar, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Post-match, or Omega grabs the mic, and he's like, ah, if you want to cheat, let's cheat, and we'll do no DQ. And he says he wasn't allowed to cut this promo, so then he nope. returns you to regular pro- programming. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, so we're going to get we're gonna get that match um, next show. Next Dynamite is notice qualification, all weapons legal. Uh, Marvez has MJF talking, <clears throat> and yeah. he says, Excuse me. He says, congratulations, Ricky. <laughs> he said you're doing things I've been doing forever and you've had too many at bats and MJF says I'm a star and he has no pressure yes Although he does have to yeah uh, claim comes out they're oh gonna rap god. but Je- oh my god Jay Lethal Jeff Jerry oh and- god why who wants this feud I don't know I don't really like this but he wrecks the rap so Jay Lethal and friends ruin the rap and we don't get to hear the end of it yeah and do you know why because Jarrett thinks rap is crap oh yeah that's right that's the only reason we're gonna are we really gonna do this why would anyone today or in the past or ever in the future want to see Jeff Jarrett 
you know, tag team for in a, in a, a, a federation that has the best tag teams in the world. I know this is embarrassing. And then what happens here? Uh, uh, they beat up, uh, a claim. Yeah. And he, Jeff Jarrett hits Max over the head with a guitar. Oh yeah. Is that supposed to, Oh, what is it going to be? He's hurt again thing. No, 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 no. That's the other guy. <laughs> that's the other guy. But the point is this. He hits him over the head with a guitar, and then he says, you B-word, choke on that, slap nut, <laughs> just singular. <coughs> what, what, what year is this? What is he, what is he saying? It's a, it's, a, it's a total embarrassment period. Who is this for? I don't know. But you, the problem is the claim's so over. Everyone's going to love this match just because of the claim. That's true. And let me sucks. tell you, this this dynamite was wonderful. I loved it enough to watch it twice. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I never care to do that anymore. It's a, it's Why am a, I going to watch wrestling twice anymore? I get enough out of it once, but I watched it twice because I enjoyed it so much. But this part was just—it really bothered me. It was like, why? What? What is this? I just don't understand because the audience. Because it seemed like WCW was <clears throat> so bad. Did it? Or did it seem like TNA? Mm. Well, I don't know. He's a cancer. Been in everybody's cancer. So, <sighs> uh, ROH uh, pay-per-view re- recap. Uh, Tony uh, has the JAS, Jericho Appreciation Society, and Jericho. And Jericho says, I'm so mad I lost. I'm going to beat up a jobber tonight. And then I'm going to have a rematch for the title that I lost to Claudio. Claudio. Uh, Jericho makes. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> Jericho makes Daniel Garcia be mentored by Sammy Guevara now. Yeah, what the heck? I don't know. All I right. think he just thinks they both know each other because their last name sounds Aww. similar. Sam, Sammy is going to get beat up Moxley Friday because everyone else's feuds over there except his. I, he gets overtime. I don't know. Hager has his hat again. He does like it. Brian Cage versus Jungle Boy. Uh, Cage has a confusing title that I'm sure no one understands. Okay, not only that, he has the six-man Ring of Honor title with the the embassy guys, the the two big, uh, the big, uh, what are they? Big man one and big man two? I can't even, seriously, I can't remember. But the point is, uh, Legion of Cage, is that what they're called? I don't remember. I, I always forget. That's not the point. The point is, they don't even mention whether... The announcer never says that he is a champion. That's really sad. With 15 belts in this company. You just told me. I know, but you just told me that that title he has is nothing. Oh, well. Uh, Cage dominates Jungle Boy, but he does get the snare trap and Cage taps. Uh, Nana tries to... Distract the ref. He taps, but and, there's no ref there. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, Jungle Boy rolls up cage at the end and wins. And you, got a, you got a microwave here. Make your food hot. Uh, microwaves. What am I bit? Uh, car and a fish. That's the fish. Oh. Uh, Jingle Mike calls Bill. I don't know what this might. Who's Jingle Mike? I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. I'm reading. I didn't do my these. I did. I redid the. You mean Jungle Boy has the mic? Jingle (laughs) mic. Oh my god, is that what you meant to say? I don't know. Stoke. (laughs) Oh my god. 
<laughs> oh God! Um, uh, Eat another uh, gummy bear. I I know I. Can I, <laughs> I need to read this all because I don't think they're funny. I'm. It's got a bad word in it, but it's not a bad bad word. It's the B gonna, word. I know. I, am, I see well, it from not. here. I am going to read this paragraph in my notes exactly as is, if I can. <laughs> oh, you! It's the P word. Yes. Yes. I, I got oh it. I got God. it. God, this is so scary. How well you know. Well, Stokely. Stokely's a funny guy. So go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Stoke. No, it's uh, okay. This is. I'm just reading my notes as I wrote. Okay, it. go ahead. <laughs> Jingle Mike calls Bill. Stokely <laughs> out. Face pisses. Yeah. Mary and Bill behind. And hook comes out. BBC talks. Fight anyone. Wow. That's I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna convert that into <laughs> English. Okay. So was, Stokely was, comes out and he says, "Jungle Boy, your face pees me off." Yes. Okay. To the highest level of pee off a city, and <clears throat> then. Junk, then Lee Moriarty and so, uh, Big oh, Bill. Mary and Bill behind are them jumping him from behind. Yeah, they attack him. Yeah. And okay, so they're attacking him. And I said, <laughs> oh my God, I hope Hook comes out to save Jungle Boy. That would be really oh, yeah. fun. This is where I couldn't believe you said that. Yeah. Well, of course, the only reason I said it was because I knew that Lee Moriarty has a, a problem with Hook, if you remember, where he thought that he did not get Remember that whole fan cam thing where they thought Lee Moriarty shouldn't have gotten beaten by Hook because it was like under the ropes oh, yeah, or something? Yeah, that really kind of So I thought, to- wow, you know, the, the Hookhausen thing is over. It's done. So maybe we should get Jungle Boy and Hook. That, I think that would be really an interesting combination and give Jungle Boy something to do while we wait six months for Christian to come back. So, and of course, it's because Jungle Boy has now beaten Luchasaurus and TK's like, well, he beat a guy. What do we do with him? I don't know. And then we just back burner him or put him in the very low heat, like really like further down the card than he needs to be. He's never heard of this big, Wardlow guy you're talking about. Big Bill. Big Bill. So anyway, the point is to all this is that I said, wow, I really hope Hook comes out. And I thought, oh, my God, Junk uh, Boy just got goozled by Big Bill. He's dead. If Hook comes out now, Hook's a complete jerk. And then Hook's music hits. Uh, but it's Hook. He's part Orange Cassidy. He's going to come. He's his part Orange Cassidy. Oh, my God. He's Orange and Black Cassidy. <laughs> uh, so, but you're right. That means he's a little slow. And he does things on his own time. But that it also means, oh, my God, Hook is here. Hook and Jungle cool. Boy. This is a team now. Interesting. I like it. Sounds like a weird peter pan crossover kind of a jericho appreciation society hangman <laughs> sammy whoever oh my god i can't even do where's jericho appreciation society here is that a thing i don't know it says well oh uh no because no i think it's the blackpool the combat Black, kids blackpool company <laughs> talks and they're gonna fight anyone and They'll fight Jericho Appreciation Society, Hangman, Sammy, yeah. whoever. And I wrote sarcastically and snarkically, except MJF, who, you know, you lost to and would yep. be a rematch, but maybe never. And again, <clears throat> because 
because TK doesn't like the WWE style where if you remember when we would have like Alberto Del Rio against Sheamus, like six pay-per-views in a row, he obviously, obviously no one likes that, right? Because that's too long, but there's a middle ground and TK's like, well, we're just never going to have a rematch for the title. (laughs) Like I, that's not the middle ground. That is obviously the other extreme. And I don't like either one of them. So I I don't want to see a feud just go on forever, but I also don't want to see it ignored in some weird way where it makes no sense. Moxley not wanting the title back or not yeah. wanting to attack MJF mm-hmm. makes or absolutely no sense. Forgetting about it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. And it, it occurred with a betrayal from his father. I mean, come on. And if you have Moxley attacked by someone, and I don't mean Hangman Page. I mean, you have him attacked by some horrible monster heel or someone that's, you know, and someone that's given personal attacks or whatever, then he's distracted. And then I understand why he's not going after MJF. But right now, I don't understand why Mox is just like, he's just like distracted by a butterfly everywhere. So. And they're not even like a club anymore, right? Or are they? No, they, they are. They are. They've said that. Claudia said I, I know, that. but it doesn't seem like it's as clubby now. I mean, what are there? Four members? Three? Half the time I can't remember. Uh, Swerve package about Swerve and Lee, and uh, he's mad, or no, he's not family, and they'll talk next week. Right? Yes. Yeah. Did I imagine that? No, I didn't. I guess they said something they'll meet next week, only talking. Right. And that's the thing. I expected it to be a match, and it's just a face to face. Hmm. Okay. House of Black versus the Factory. Uh, I hate the Factory. Julia missed Card Card Carmonado. Camarado, and she's Camerado. her missed is terrible. Oh, I think she ate that. most of it. <laughs> uh, they fight all around. The bell rings. QT's left all alone, and the Alistair Black kicks him in the face. So that's awesome. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. Tony Tony Schiavone acts like QT is a face. Like he'll never run away. He'll never give up. That was weird. Uh, skater hate, hate hater Sheeta talk. They're gonna fight. Uh, Renee has Britain Rebel. Sky Blue comes in, so that's on Rampage. But I love this because Sky Blue's there, and she's like, "I want to wrestle. I'm gonna <laughs> wrestle Brit." And she leaves, and Brit goes, "Was that Sky Blue?" <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, too bad Britt Baker doesn't I'll have fun because we'll see. Chris Jericho versus yeah, Action Andrade. It's First of all, it's Andretti, like my, oh. Mario Andretti, like the race like car driver. figure when I was growing up. So what's his name? Action Andretti. Okay. What about, the, what's the race car guy named? Who? Mario Andretti. Red, Richard Petty? How do you not know Mario Andretti? Mario Andretti, whatever you want to oh. call him. I don't know. <clears throat> really? Is it because I like lived near him? Is that why? <laughs> Wait, a minute. is this another fishing with? No, 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 no. It just means no. And it was a different part of Pennsylvania, but this was. But the point. Wait a is... minute. This. Wait, this guy was an Italian race car driver, like the F ones. No. Is that what they're called? No, it was then an F one racer. <laughs> he drove the F ones. Yes, he drove about? the F ones, Larry. Okay. He did. Wait a minute. You lived. <laughs> You live next to a race car driver. I live next to the, I live by the race track. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
This is in a different house in a different part of my life. I'm saying. Right. As a tiny, as a little, little kid. Very tiny. Like four years old. Oh, little Joe at the racetrack. Uh, Jericho beats him, but no, the jobber kicks out. And then the jobber kicks out like again and actually gets a little. And the crowd, the crowd, this was a well-booked match. I can't even. The crowd was fantastic. That's the thing. The crowd is the third man in this match, not the referee, because this was, they were just loving everything that was happening. And it was all, the catalyst was Jericho saying, I'm going to go beat a jobber. So the crowd's like, okay. By the way, did you hear how mad Taz was about the crowd calling him a jobber? No. He gets so bent out of shape by that word. Yeah. Whatever, Taz. Uh, So Jericho (laughs) starts looking like he's doubting himself. Yes. Yeah. And Taz me sorry something. I don't know what that means. Taz me sorry. (laughs) Oh, no. Taz messes something up and he said, I'm sorry, there was something in my mouth, my tongue. That was his joke. Now I got that one from my head. Oh, you Uh, know what? Okay, two things. One, I didn't hear that and I watched it twice. So two, was that during the break? Because a jobber match had a break, everybody. True. Can you believe this? Uh, The kid comes back. So it's... uh, Ah, the kid. It's one, two, three, kid. Got it. Yeah, I get it. Uh, uh, Jericho... All Jericho, almost roll, but know that, uh, that's what the nerds say, yeah. action on Andretti lands on, oh, Jericho lands on his head, action on Andretti wins and jumps into the crowd. Oh my God. He beats Jericho. This is awesome. And my favorite part was the crowd chance you deserve it. Oh my God. It's just so funny. <laughs> and I am so excited for the next Dynamite just to see. What's the next part of the story of Action Andretti? Isn't that weird? Uh, the name is great. I love uh, it. Ricky Stark says he's ready for a match. And he does a really good face promo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. FTR, they talk. They like the dog collar match, but they want to beat up the gun, gun club. Yeah. Uh, Chris Jericho's angry. Oh, he's uh, so mad. He's breaking stuff. Ricky is jumping around backstage to get ready, and MJF is having a massage. Why not? But the commentators act like you that would absolutely be something. Oh, look, would you want to have a massage before match? You would think, be okay? yeah. Yes. It's not like Ruby Soho versus Tay Mello. Or Ty. Ty Mello. Sammy's at the ring, so they go punchy, punchy, punchy. Uh, looks like Ruby might have came back too soon, but oh no, lots of nose things. I don't yeah. know what that was. It was and because yeah, wait, it was because Ty broke Ruby's nose. Oh okay. Anna J comes out. Uh, Ruby gets beat around. Marvez. Oh, Ruby gets beat around. Pause. <laughs> Marvez has Hangman and Hangman Uno. Oh, Hangman and Uno. Hangman comes out and Uno's like, "Don't go out there." And Moxley wants Hangman and is. Dark Order buddies. Oh, wait, what am I talking about? Maybe I'm talking about what happened on Rampage. Never mind. Forget I said that. And (laughs) and Cowboy got beat up so bad by Moxley that he didn't know his own kid's name. for. Oh, that was so sad. My dad didn't know my name for the first five years I was born. Well, that's because he Uh, was drunk. Dustin Rhodes and best friends are ready for Kip Sabian, Trent Seven, and the Butcher and the Blade on Rampage. Oh, and Rhodes is, let's go. Okay. AW World Title Match. This is the big thing. Maxwell Jacob Freeman versus, why would I write that? Oh, I pasted it. Versus Ricky Stark. 
for belts and rings and stuff. Yeah. I It's for so both, it's, so obviously they're telling you that there's no way this the title could change here. Good job. Doesn't the ring get you a shot too? No. When was that? I, I don't that know. It was never a thing. Uh, I mean, if, if it was, say, I don't remember that, but okay. MJF is the most hated man in Dallas. But we know where Kennedy was shot. Maybe. Who was that guy? Help me out here. Um, James Kennedy experiment. Um, uh, Tony <laughs> wants more cheating and wrestling. What the heck? He's like, ah, oh, cheat, cheat. Good guys should cheat. We just M- went through the thing with Jericho where Tony hated cheating. Uh, MJF out fights outside with popcorn. Trio six falls anthem. What? No, that means what you're trying to say is that they have announced that if we have to go to a sixth match in the trios title series, it will be falls count anywhere. And if we have to go to a seventh match, it's a ladder match. Oh, that's what you're trying to say. MJF fakes into an arm bar. And then, oh, he hides behind the ref, low blow. You get a cheap pin. Wow, that was a weird payoff. But Yeah, but, I mean, it protected Ricky because MJF needed to cheat to beat Ricky Starks. So that means Ricky Starks must be somebody. I don't know. It so. just seemed to me, just showed MJF's just going to cheat and get it over with and be done. Well, Daniel yeah, Bryan comes that out, too. I mean, that too. Daniel Bryan comes out and he chases MJF around. Oh, so there you go. The there's two your, faces in the ring. There's your next faces. feud. There you go. Uh, it has to be something. It just sucks that you're like, I know, but no matter what feud it is, you just want to watch for the actual match. But you know who knows. I know, but the fact is, I MJF versus versus Brian for a title sounds actually really good. So yeah, it does. I do want to see that. And excuse me, I unlike with Ricky Starks, I don't care if Brian wins or not. So I'm fine with Brian just losing in that feud. That's fine. Well, does does Ricky go the way of Jungle Boy and Wardlow? And Wardlow though? and everybody else? That's the problem. Is like now what? There's gonna action Andretti is gonna have a better story than Ricky Starks right now. That's not not <coughs> and again, I'm it's apples and oranges, but that's the reality of it. That's what's gonna happen. So we'll see, but probably. Yeah, let's talk about um these emails here. So we have one from the Unmasked Masked Man. Dear smart hosts of an even smarter podcast. Thank you. When they first announced the best of seven off the heels of one of the best matches I've seen all year, my initial reaction was that it cheapened the first Lucha Brothers versus the Elite match. I dreaded seeing the same match for the next two months, thinking back to Sheamus against Cesaro and how bored I was oh, with that. Just mentioned that. I know. We did talk about that, but that we talked about it off the show. But... That formed the bar, and I did enjoy that. So, we even though we were sick of those guys at that point, didn't it set the bar? It is the bar. Um, my goodness, I don't think I've been more wrong. Every match having a pay per view feel and coming completely and being completely different from the last, only making you want more. Yes, as Larry likes to say, these guys wrestle better than I walk down the street. I love the idea of two groups coming together and in the back and not being able to decide what to do in a single match because they had so many good ideas. It's beautiful. Do they have the guts? Do they have the glory? You've got the guts. You've got, Oh, sorry. Do they have the guts to have the Lucha brothers win before the seventh match? Not now that they said that the last match would be a ladder match and that that's in some, it's in somewhere important. So no, now you can't do it's in Los Angeles or something. Now you have to do it. So 
my original conclusion was that Phoenix's conscious was finally going to catch up to the group. Conscience, I think he means. Conscience? But now I don't know. Thank you for never taking a week off to do what you do. Sincerely, Unmasked Mask Man. Speaking of that, thank you for the nice email. And yes, we love that series. I can't wait for the next match and the rest. But uh, here on Gilligan's Isle. But my God, speaking of taking a week off. Yeah, you would think we'd be like, there's no Raw next week. We could finally take a week off. Nope. Of course not. We don't do that. We're we're gluttons for something. One more about Dynamite. From AEW Ian it says, Dear Smart Wrestling Friends, I've never understood the criticism of some wrestling matches as being foregone conclusions. Most things in life turn out the way you expect them. Pretty much every movie you ever see is going to end how you think it's going to end. Genuine surprise is as rare in wrestling as in the rest of life, and that's fine. <laughs> I should make you read these emails, that's Larry. so sad. Yeah. I know it's sad. Surprise and wonder, the two things in life. I don't particularly care, for example, that Death Triangle winning the trios match on Dynamite meant the results of the next two matches were obvious. I already knew it was going to go seven matches. I'm watching for the spectacle rather than the result. In the same way, I already knew Ricky Starks was losing. I even knew how he was going to lose. I didn't care because he looked like a hero in in his first world title match, and he secured his status as someone who could be put in the title picture without looking out of place. Yes, but let's do something different with him. Let's actually push him after this. 99% of things in wrestling are easily predictable, and that's good because it means that the things that aren't are genuinely surprising. Action Andretti getting a clean pin on Jericho was one of those surprises. Something that wasn't on anyone's radar until Jericho mentioned having a tune-up match. And even then, it was something only I only entertained as a crazy possibility until it happened. Jericho is enough of a wrestling genius to make up for being a real-life idiot. So I can't wait to see for myself what he sees in this kid. Wall-to-wall surprises are as boring as wall-to-wall predictability, as Vince Russo showed us. If everything is a swerve, then nothing is. You need the unexpected to make the unexpected feel special. And Action Andretti felt pretty special this week. He sure did, Ian. He sure did. Wow. Who would have thought he would ever get a fan letter? (laughs) I know. Action Andretti. Can't wait. Okay. Next. Ah. Is it? Uh, Smack Smackdown, it down. probably? Yes. It's probably not very good. I don't All remember. Right. Tell people how to use the code thing while I take a drink of this soda. Take a drink and say, Smart Wrestling Fan, it's 69. That's it. Is that it? Sure, Larry. That'll, that'll get the money rolling in. Smackdown Live from Chicago. Sammy and the Usos show up. Right. And Roman Reigns is going to return later tonight. So they, they They live on every show all the time. But right? I really like it though. I know, but it just gives but, them some like, superpower. I the superpower is called they have the Raw and the SmackDown tag titles. They're allowed to do whatever they want. I know, but it just seems weird that it we have separate shows, but the main main event is always these people. I know, but the fact is, if you have titles from both shows, you should be allowed on both shows no matter what. So I know the legality of it. Okay, well, there you go. Tag title match opens the show, though, not the one you expect, because it's Liv Morgan and Tegan Knox against Damage Control. Why do they think I was a Tegan Knox fan at some point? I don't know. Nobody they're remembers They're so excited. That they're like, they, well, they're telling me I'm so excited she's back. She's great, okay? She's way better than Dakota Kai. 
in my opinion, and probably in real life. So I like her more, but does the crowd care? I don't, I don't know yet. We'll see. I don't, no one knows yet. We'll see. But Cole says this, I don't know the last time Liv and Tegan tagged together. Why do they even have the shot then? And also, wasn't it, la- wasn't it last week? I think te- I did. Was it a technically? Yeah, it was. I think it was. Yeah, it was. Okay. He doesn't know. Didn't they beat Rhonda and Shayna last week? They pinned Shayna Baszler. He doesn't anyway, know. Kai completely botches her own finisher. How, how does one Kai? What? Go away. A hooded. Okay. This is so stupid. A hooded person attacks Tegan Knox oh, and good. runs away. Right. So I'm yeah. like, well, okay. It can't be. Dakota Kai, because Dakota Kai is right over there. So who would attack be- Tegan Knox? This is a big surprise, Larry. Yeah. And it, it, well, the mystery. I like mysteries. They take a while to solve. I can't wait to find out. The next reveal. I can't wait to find out next week who attacked Tegan Knox. Great. Oh, okay. Maybe next week. Yeah. Could, they could drag Maybe months. Yeah. Moonsault, damage control, retain, of course. We're, we're not going to change the titles to Tegan Knox. She just got here. Okay. Excuse me, burp. Fruit quake. It's a soda. Uh, it's a holiday drink. Gunter versus Ricochet for the Intercontinental title is later tonight. Intercontinental. Cole says, we received a QR code with disturbing footage. That's up next. Okay, let's see what next means to WWE. Okay. Okay. We see a bunch of commercials. Okay. But then, we see, then we see a Ricochet video. About how okay, he won next. the World Cup and all these things. But next. Then we see a Bloodline video about what they have done, been doing. Well, now it's probably time. Okay. Then the Bloodline are backstage. <laughs> and Solo is apparently with Roman Reigns. So that's where he is right now. So it's just the Usos and Sammy. Sammy's very nervous. But he's dressed up. Remember, they were like, okay, dress up real nice and cut your hair and stuff. Yeah, Trim your beard. Night. So Sammy's all nervous. And he's like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen tonight. I'm so nervous. But okay, let me go do like take a poop or something. So he leaves. And then when he's gone, the Usos talk about, hey, the one Uso says, Sammy's going to be named full-blown Uso tonight. Then, uh, wait, what do my notes say? The other one says. What are they saying? The other one says, wow, you're really getting his hopes up and you really haven't talked. Right. But my notes say what are they saying at P.O.? What does that mean? <laughs> P.O. box. That's what it means. P.O. P-O. It says. Yeah, it's a it's a autocorrect. I don't know what it says. Oh. But okay, so I rewind it because I don't understand what they're talking about. Because here's what they say. One Uso says, the other Uso says, I don't think Roman is going to make him tonight. And you know how he be since Monday and Kevin Owens popping up. I think we setting up Sammy for a big disappointment. Wait, so one Uso says that it's a, 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 like an anointment. The other one is saying, no, it's not. But neither of them know. So we're just guessing yeah. at this point. Yeah, it's like they haven't even brought it up to Roman. Oh, my feeling. God. And I'm not saying it's unrealistic. It's pretty realistic because they're not going to just ask Roman Reigns. But wow. So all this stuff, get dressed up because I think a thing's going to happen. That's so sad. Yeah, it does seem jumping the gun a bit. Yeah. Okay, Wade Barrett seems to be really excited about Sammy 
being an official member of the bloodline. So he, so this stuff that the Usos are talking about is now canon and we've heard it and the announcers have heard it. So yeah. now it seems to be out there in the ether. So it could happen, which means it won't happen. It means it will be a thing mm. eventually. But, it, but the point is now in wrestling, they've talked about it. So now it, it, as a thing that could happen, so it might not happen at all. By the way, still no QR code. Remember he said up next? Uh, next, yeah, it's yeah. next. Now we have footage of last week. L.A. Knight finds that masked guy that may or may not be Bray, and the lights go out. Now, after all that, Cole says, we have a QR code with disturbing footage. WWE, learn what next means. Please. How does, please. does he mean someone emailed it to him? They never said. I don't know. Yeah. How you so, somebody just to hand it to you on a sheet? Yeah. So there's a, the footage is, it's a dark room. There's a projection of a wolf, like a movie of a wolf in the background or something. Yeah. Kevin then, Cosner, probably. Probably. And then, no, Kurt Angle in that wolf cop movie. How do you know so much about being a wolf and a cop? Because I am one. Ooh. Ooh. So, and then Bray or someone is singing and saying the three little pigs thing. And then they put... They took that mask, not Uncle Howdy, but the, the original one where he debuted at Extreme Rules, put that mask on L.A. Knight's face, tied him to a chair, and gagged him. So this is just, now we're just like, I mean, this is, this, it is disturbing because we're just abducting people and messing with them. This is, this is messed up. So ba- that, that was from last week, I guess. So backstage now, current time, L.A. Knight is walking. So when we come back from break, L.A. Knight's in the ring, and he's mad. But he says, I'm still knocking on Bray Wyatt's front door. I don't care what he just done to me. He, he And he's like, because Bray, you're great. You were a former WWE champion. But since your return, all you do is just dress like a circus freak. And I, I, I know that you're the one that attacked me. He said, I know it's you, Bray, not Boy Howdy or whoever. Boy you Howdy is funny. Yeah, I really like how he's developing in this feud because he's treating this differently because you need to treat it differently based on your character. And that's the problem that we really didn't do that before. Well, and when he came off the famous models or where did they go? They have to be repackaged because they're useless now. But when he came off that, I thought it was just just not going to be anything. Yep. And now he's involved in one of the major stories in a creative way that I don't care if he wins or loses. He looks like a unique character. He does. And I do enjoy it. I just wish that they would move, like you said, a little faster and they give us another piece of the puzzle this week. So I'm fine. Yeah, but it's like something you already know. But now it confirms it, though. This is the first time we've confirmed it. Because before it was trickery. Before, if you have... One person in the ring and one person on the Tron, that could be pre-recorded, for example. This is different. This is someone, but the problem is, well, I'll explain it because it doesn't really make sense. Okay, so he says, Bray, put on whatever mask or costume you need to put on and call yourself whatever you need to do, whatever you need to, and get out here. So the lights go out, Bray comes out, and it's the first time Bray doesn't get his elaborate entrance. They play the music and then Bray just shows up. He didn't come through that like white door. He just shows up and Bray says, um, it's not me. I'm telling you, it's not me. You're barking up the wrong tree here. 
And Ellie Knight doesn't want to hear it and he just attacks Bray. So now when Bray is sitting dead on the mat, Uncle Howdy appears on the Tron. And again, this could just be trickery, right? And he says, you want to see something really scary? What's that from? Is that the Twilight Zone movie? Twilight Zone movie, I think. Okay, I thought so. right? Yeah. See? Got it going. Okay. I think it was. And the fog door opens. And this time it's Uncle Howdy for real. Like it's someone in an Uncle Howdy costume. And Bray looks at Knight like, see, I told you it wasn't me. And finally now LA Knight is freaked out because there's now two humans involved in this. What costumes aside, there are now two people he has to worry about. Because he's poked the bear with Bray and he has... Now this, he realizes this uncle Howdy's after him. So this is where LA Knight's like, oh crap. And uncle Howdy won't stop laughing. And this goes on way too long. What is this? I don't know. He is crazy. It's something, but it's still not a, it's at least moving a little. It's a slow pace. Do you think it's, do you think it's Bo Dallas? It's, I think it, I think it is. And that doesn't excite me much. Right. Who knows? That's the problem. Okay. Um, ultimate vocal fry Lacey Evans talks about tribute to the troops. She's the she's a perfect example of vocal fry. Uh. Yeah. Roman Reigns is here with Solo Sokoa and Paul Heyman, and Cole says a lot of speculation that Roman will make Sami Zayn an official member of the bloodline tonight. Yeah, I but and then Cole says I don't understand this whole thing about two Bray Wyatts. How can that be? Okay. Why would it be how two many, Bray Wyatts? Not two Bray Wyatts, but two people involved oh. in this. Larry, how many people were at the debut at Extreme Rules? Five? True. Yeah. So why is he shocked? There were I, there were at least four or five people just, just hanging around Bray and helping him with his debut. So why are we surprised now? Are we just supposed to forget that? Yes. Good enough. Intercontinental title match. Ricochet against Gunter. Um, Some homeless man ejects the Imperium goons, so it could be a fair match. Cole says, the Intercontinental title is known as the Workman's Championship. (laughs) Whoever says Workman. I don't know. You mean Workhorse? Yeah. Did you hear Cole say Ricochet is as quick as a Puma? No, did he? Yes. That's funny. I love when they do that. Mm -hmm. Barrett says... Breaking, oh my God. LeBarrett goes, breaking news on WWE social media. The mystery attacker on Tegan Knox was Zia Lee. Why would, I don't know why he was Australian. What? what is the point of any of that? Like I said, remember they, I think what when Cole, well, you'll get to it, but when uh, Paul talks to homeless GM guy. Yeah. And they just mention the Bobby no, Lashley we'll, thing, we'll and that's that, all you but, hear from it. But and like, then this, and what is the third? There were three I don't know, this the whole week. thing's bad. Yes. Hello? 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 Sorry, I had to silence my phone because it was oh. Oh, making please. buzzing noises. But the point is, wow. So, And the mystery's over just like that. It was Zia Lee. First of all, I guess they thought that just saying next week that it was Zia Lee would be a disappointment. Well, I think it's a bigger disappointment when you just tell us through breaking news on social media. Well, why are you, why was it a mystery anyway? Why couldn't she have just ran in? 
Larry, I'm just mad about more, more about being, <laughs> I'm more mad about being told instead of shown. All you had to do was backstage have, oh my God, stop. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Backstage, have a, the hooded person have their back to the camera and pull down the hood and Zia Lee on the same show. That would have been a much better reveal than Barrett telling us that it happened on social media. But now you know you have to be on social media all the time, Joel. Nope, I'm never going to do it. Sorry. Sorry. How about that thing where that um, horrible sociopath that runs Twitter, owns Twitter, put up a poll that said, he put up two polls. First, he put up a poll that said, if if enough people vote for this, I will go by the rules of it and I will resign as as head of Twitter. And he put up like like four options, like... And then when when the vote was, yes, you should leave right now or whatever, he said, that was too many options. I have to redo it. And then he redid it as two options, yes or no. And then yes, one. Why would you do that? Because you're a psychopath. Psychopath. That's it. Well, no, but so but he said he would abide by that poll, right? Well, I don't know. I, I'm. I mean, today, as of today, I don't know what's going on. But what's going to yeah. make? Why not? He could just appoint somebody, and that person's going to do exactly what he wants. So. I know that. That's what he. That's what he means, though. I yeah, understand. I know point. it's the stupidest thing ever. That's why I'm not on Twitter. I am seriously. I, I just don't bother with it anymore. So anyway, um, Cole. Oh, so by the way, all this stuff, all this mystery attacker stuff. Yeah, there's a match going on for the Intercontinental Title here. Cole says Gunter might be going for an STFU. What did he just go 15 years into the past? <laughs> what was that? He might be. But as no STFU. I know. I know. John Cena. What? Anyway, Cole calls a brainbuster a suplex twice. Besides Cole's stupidity, it's a great match. They both kick out of stuff that could be finishers. It's really, really good match. And you really didn't know for sure. If Gunter was retaining, because don't forget there was the Braun could have come down or anything could have happened. I know the most likely thing is just that Gunter was going to win. Braun's going to feud with him, whatever. That's fine. It was still, you felt like a 10% chance. It was a really good match though. Um, Last Symphony, Gunter retains and Vinci and Kaiser come out to celebrate. And then Gunter orders them to pick Ricochet up and they're going to beat him up. But Braun comes out for the save and... Yep, we're getting our Braun Gunter thing, whether it's at the Royal Rumble or whatever. We're getting it. <clears throat> when are they going to burn that tag match, though? Um. Oh, wait, what the six man tag? No, the just uh, Braun and Ricochet. Oh, against, against the Imperium goons. Somebody. Uh, well, they're going to announce that. Oh, did they already announce it? Oh, I missed it. Yes. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to announce it because guess what? Uh, they have already taped SmackDown, and I won't spoil the results, but this week on SmackDown, it's going to be Braun and Ricochet against the Imperium Goons in a Miracle on 34th Street fight. Oh, okay. I'm trying to remember the last one. Was Miz the last one? I don't know. Was it? Seems like it. Oh. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Backstage, Usos visit uh, the Roman Reigns lair. And they they ask him point blank, are you are you gonna make him Sammy Uso tonight? And he says, and listen, I like Sammy Zayn, but I love the family, so I understand if you don't want to make Sammy Uso, that's fine. And this whole time, Reigns is just thinking, you're talking too much. But 
Reigns says tells Heyman to get a homeless man on the phone. Excuse me, homeless man with little or no power. So when we come back for break, a homeless man has shown up. He hasn't shaved. Um, Heyman mentions the Bobby Lashley shenanigans. He just yeah, calls it the Bobby Bobby Lashley shenanigans. So how am I supposed to know that if I just watch TV? Wow. Wow. They're really using social media in the wrong way. Heyman says, imagine Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn against Kevin Owens and any partner of his choice. Could be anybody. And homeless guy goes, okay, let's do it tonight. Why would that be real? Kevin Owens isn't even there. If he was, where's he going to get this partner? What are, what are you talking about? Well, he does it to... Uh... To AJ Styles. He sure does. And then the homeless guy says, how about the Royal Rumble? And why would we talk about that? That's at the end of January. No. Heyman says, how about December 30th? And the crowd boos because they know there's another taping coming up, but that's going to be this week, not the 30th. So a little early or a little late for them. So there you go. So they don't like that. December 30th, but we'll find out who the big mystery partner is. Actually, there's no, uh, no waiting involved because we're going to find out on this show. Yeah. Okay. Legato comes out and Cole just lies. He just outright lies. He says this triple threat tag match as number one contenders. The winner gets a shot at the tag titles live next week, knowing that they're taping this next show. Why would you say that? Well, you could say you could even if he said live, you could have meant next, but we don't know live next week. Yep. He said live next week. That's stupid. Triple threat tag match. Nobody on earth ever asked for Legato kids. Not even the good one against hit row. There's no good one there against the Viking Raiders who just wow. Nobody wants this. Barrett says this is turning into a last man standing style of matchup. No, (laughs) it's really not. Oh my God. Okay. You know how every week when Hit Row first showed up, Top Dollar would pretend he was going to jump over the top rope. He'd always pretend. And then he was like, nah, just kidding. Every week. This week, everybody's waiting to catch him. He does the run. He's not kidding, but he, this was like. This is like Shockmaster. It's been this is Shockmaster. So I've seen somebody do this. He runs. He never gets off the ground. Okay. His legs never even. He doesn't jump. He touches the top rope. Does like a a somersault. Like it kills him. Like he flops like a fish over the top rope because it, he's gotten caught up in it. He almost dies hitting his head on the apron. And then everyone on the floor sells it like it worked. This was horrendous. And what did the announcers say? One of them oh, said, so, oh, he so hardly ever does Barrett this. says he hardly, he hardly ever does that move. And Cole says, now we see why. <laughs> oh, that my God. That was almost Bobby the Brainish. It was. Oh, my <laughs> God. Top dollar sucks. Yeah, they're gone as soon as. I don't. It seems like they're good filler, but. You've got to be fine. Find something else. I don't think they're good filler because they're not over. No, they're not, Dexter. No, they're Dexter just... Loomis on this show. No one cares. It, it's... I, that move. I couldn't. I've 
I just you can't kept... tell me that they're not going to be gone in a month at least. I don't know when the next cuts are going to be. They might have to wait. I, no, I'm saying. Do oh, you're you saying you just fire TV them? This? Yeah. If you just I do, you even want them on TV anymore? Not really. No. Well, guess what? Guess what? Oh, by the way, did you notice this fun fact? Each team here, all three have a have, and this is unfortunate. They all have a woman that's getting paid to do nothing. Oh, not yes. wrestlers. I did, I did. Well, they make a point of it. In right, the match, because they're interfering in the match, and they're like, "Well, it's no disqualification." But look, these are women that aren't actually wrestlers; they're just there as like valets, so they're not doing a thing. Good for them. I mean, that's great, but this is so much money that Nick Khan's probably sitting there going, "Oh my god, all this wasted money! That was so much money." He he's overpaid, so I don't care. Um, somehow, Hit Row wins the match. That means that they, on the taped episode of SmackDown, go against the Usos for the... You're going to have to s- just imagine how much they're going to have to sweeten the crap out of that match. Oh, yeah. And who is... What, what is the rating going to be? How bad? Um, usually, Larry, the, the taped part doesn't affect SmackDown. It's usually only if they move networks. But you have a taped... And you have no believable match. I but whether it's no believable match or not, it's the it's not it's not on Christmas Eve because Christmas is on Sunday, I think. So that means that Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah, which means it shouldn't affect the rating. I don't think. I don't know. I, if I had to guess, we might finally go under two million. How about that? Hmm. See. Well, 1.9 million or rounded up to two. I don't know. I'm, I, that's my guess. We'll see. But it might not affect it at all. But yeah, maybe 1.9 million. How about that? I'll, I'll, okay. I'll say that as a solid guess. Anyway, backstage interview with Raquel. And there's a gauntlet match next week. And she's in it. But she might not be in it because she might be cleared. But this is taped in the same night. So we're supposed to pretend. And then Rhonda and Shayna attack her. So now her elbow nuggets are broken again. That's great. Mm-hmm. It's uh, how much can you break her? Is what is the story here? That her elbow keeps falling off. Uh-huh. Next week they announce here it's official. Oh no! They, here's where they announce it. It's official. Braun and Ricochet against Pierre okay. and Goons Miracle on 34th Street Fight, and Emma, Raquel, Tegan, Liv Morgan, Sonya, and Zaya Lee are all in the gauntlet match. Even though they just said Raquel might not be in it. Wow. So mm-hmm. wait a minute. So we're. Okay, so look at that match. The only person that could win is Raquel as injured. We're really recycling. We're recycling these. We've already seen Raquel against Ronda. Is this a joke? Is she just going to be hurt in wrestling? Is that going to be the story? Yeah, so that she she has an out. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be exciting. See it again. Can't wait. Know the outcome. Wow. Main event talking. It's Reigns and the Bloodline. They come out. Rain says, I haven't seen the bloodline since war games. What? <laughs> this is terrible family. What? How is that possible? Anyway, Rain says, we have a problem, but I have a solution. It's Kevin Owens. You see, that's the problem. And the solution is we're going to have a match, a tag match against Kevin Owens. Huh? Sammy says, uh, you guys, uh, 
I don't think that he will have a tag team partner because I'm his only friend. I mean, oh, I mean, no, I misspoke. Uh, I was his only friend and uh, he has no friends. And then all of a sudden, John Cena appears on the Tron. Oh, my God. And he says, Kevin Owens texted me and look at me. I'm Ernest goes wild or whatever. I'm so wacky. And Kevin Owens said, hey, John Cena, you've wrestled every year for the last 20 years, but you've not wrestled in 2022. You've had no matches. So how about you come to SmackDown so you could wrestle right before the new year? And of course, Cena says, I'll wrestle with Kevin Owens against Reigns and Sami Zayn. And then he's just like wacky cursing and like yabba dabba do. I don't What is happening? Did Okay. Did he start acting like Ernest and then start looking like him or start looking like him first and acting like him later? Because chicken egg, Larry, al- chicken almost egg. got it all down pat. Yeah. So Reigns is just laughing at the absurdity of all this. And Sammy looks nervous. And that's it. The end. That's your smackdown. Wow. You're not how I wanted to go into the Owens Roman feud, but. No, but we need filler until we get past the Rumble to WrestleMania because this is, you know, we still got a lot of pieces to move around here. Okay, that was a SmackDown. Do you believe I have an email about SmackDown? No. I do. Liar. From Slowbro Brazil Jr., the only person that usually ever writes in about SmackDown. Greetings, SWFers. You call us Fers. There are a number of things I want to see. I want to see... A quick peek at Mandy Rose's fan-only page. <laughs> Gunter versus Brock Lesnar. Yes. And more <coughs> of the bloodline. Not to mention more Bray and LA Knight. Can you believe that? Yeah. Here's what I, I don't want to see. I don't want to see Larry in New Japan as guest commentator or ring announcer. <laughs> oh, Larry, I don't imagine, think I would make it back. Imagine those wrestlers, how they'd be so mad. I don't want to see... What? Excuse me. Flop Dalla and Archie the Adonis challenge for any championship. Well, you're going to have to if you watch SmackDown. Nor do I want the eventual match between <laughs> Gay Meat Holla, Blondie Vega, and B Flat were destined for. If you. Oh my God. Can you imagine that match? That would be the quality of Booker T. Booker T. And who was the other one? Booker, was Charmel and who? Charmel and. Uh, the match is scarred. I know, I know. Match. I can't remember who it was. Was it Jersey Shore or something? It wasn't Snooky, but somebody else. Anyway, special props to Ronda Rousey for giving one of the best promos of her career when she told Raquel to ice her elbow. Way to keep her segment short. Um, P.S. I want to thank you guys for the longest running wrestling podcast. Thank you for listening. I have recently returned to work after being on short-term disability for six months. During that time, I was able to attend physical therapy and listen to Smart Wrestling Fan and Smart Wrestling Fan more. You guys work extremely hard and I appreciate what you do. Well, thank you. Aw, wonder bro. what hurts worse, listening to us or physical therapy. Well, only listening to you. By the way, you're getting, oh. too, you're getting too normal, Larry. You better eat some more food. Oh, no. I can't eat more. You have to. I can't. You have to eat at least one right now. One. So, you... you one. Okay. I want to hear it. It's gummy. I know. Yeah. I'll sing the gummy bear song while you eat it. You don't know the gummy bear song. Yes, I do. I don't remember the gummy bear song. All right. Let me pull up the lyrics and I'll sing it. Okay. No, no, no. I ate it. I ate it. I ate it already. 
What? I am going to sleep for an entire day, you know. You know. Let's see. All right. Let's okay. see how many song go. Right. I'm going to sing it. You're going to eat four more. No, I am. You have to. Okay. I'm not singing it. Okay. I'm going to do. Gummy bears uh, bouncing here and there Rampage? and everywhere. High adventure that's beyond compare. They are the gummy bears. They are the gummy bears. Do do do. That's it. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Lizzie Caldwell, Colwell Center, Garland, Texas. What show Rampage is it? Rampage Babies. Oh, Rampage. Got it. Yeah. Jim Ross, Excalibur, and Tony Schiavone. Mm-hmm. JR promises this will be one of the most powerful Rampages you've ever seen. I hate that overhyping like that. I don't even know what that means. Let's see if it's powerful. John okay. Moxley versus Sammy Guevara. Wow, this match goes long, and I did not expect things I saw in this match. Uh, no, but this match, wow, this is uh, this is another good one. No, it's a good match, but for the... Oh, you mean the tepatitis sharing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Daniel Garcia watches backstage. Uh, the ref lets him fight all around, because the ref lets you do anything anymore in yeah. AEW. Then Sammy eats Moxley's earring out of Ew. his ear. And blood is everywhere. Sammy put, puts Moxley through a table. And then he kisses his girlfriend with his bloody face, and she's bloody. But they're both eating the blood. Or at least uh, Ty is pretending to, or, like, looking at the blood. She doesn't actually lick it, but she licked Sammy. And then Sammy licked his own hand with blood all over it. So everybody's gross here. Bulldog choke from Moxley, and he wins. And the, the announcer goes, <clears throat> winner of the match, ultimately. Yeah, what is that? That was weird. I've never heard that phrase. Not it. A- not even in anywhere, TV or no. That was super strange, and the commentator said said the same thing. Moxley takes the mic, and he calls out Hangman Adam Page. Hangman Adam Page fights his way out because he's not cleared, and they fight around. Yeah. And Hangman Adam Page gets a layered on him, right? And that's the part where Uno was trying to stop him. See, I was a little early ah, in the game there. Maybe not. But yeah. Uh, Soraya talks about all these women wrestling for a championship that she's interested in, but her first match isn't for like a month and a half and it's oh my a tag match. God. You might but as well tell but me. But I'm coming after matters. him. I'm coming after that title. What? In my one match every four months. Oh my God. FTR's in the ring. Dex broke his butt bone. And he, he says, I don't know why you guys like us, but we like that you like us, but we're going to get in a feud with the guns, even though we wanted to make up for losing belts. Now we're, Wow, this is a downgrade, but FTR has to beat somebody. So, Jay Cargill talks in this package. Is she mad at Red Velvet for being salty? That's what it looked like. This every week, it's some new dumb thing I don't understand. But it's a story that's not a story. I know. Britt Baker versus Sky Blue. But then before that, she goes, and you bow wow. You bow wow. What is that? She means bow wow. She just blows by that. Does she want a feud with him or not? I don't he want a feud with hers. They're already paying money for this. Why? Are we, what are we doing? You bow up. Are they stretching it out until uh, 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 Sonya Sasha Bow Wow shows Sasha up? Sasha Banks. Bo- Mo- Bank Monet. Yeah. What? Bank Monet. Uh, Britt Baker versus Sky Blue. The rebel and hater are there. Britt wins with a stomp. And then she puts a lockjaw on, but Sheeta comes. Sheeta comes out with a kinder stick to set up your pay per view match. That now, isn't. 
let me I didn't talk about this, but Moxley did a curb stomp in his match. That's mm-hmm. risky because when you have a hot crowd for Seth Rollins in WWE and they're singing his song, that could have gotten that song on AEW, which is bad. You might say, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to hurt. You shouldn't do it. Number two, that's Britt's one of her finishers. I wouldn't do that move if I were you, Moxley. That's weird. That's all. Then they have a video where JR <clears throat> did an actual interview with number 10, who is now Preston Vance. Yeah, this is stupid. And he's like, why'd you do that? And 10 says, what you, What if your boss was a 10-year-old kid and negative uno is a brat? He would Preston, something terrible. Right now, Preston Vance, to me, because I still am a glutton and an idiot and watch NXT every week, he's he's um, Duke Hudson to me, but with well, less the thing personality. Is he's saying terrible, evil things, and he's so bland doing it. That's the problem. Right, he's Ugh. like, this dumb little brat. And I'm like, but who are you? You're nobody. And what? Okay. So they ripped the mask off him. How many matches has has he had since then? And what's he done since then? Nothing. This is the problem in AEW. They do a storyline thing and then they never, ever push the way you need to because Tony's juggling too many things. Well, here's my note about that. Hey, remember Wardlow? Hey, he's here on Rampage, but who's he going to wrestle? He's going to... Exodus Prime and a wait. Which one's that? There's there's Optimus Prime, Rodimus Prime, Exodus Prime. What? So powerbomb, Wardlow wins, and he says, "Hey, Joe, not you, Joe, Samoa Joe. Oh. I'm one. I want. I don't know if he wants a belt, a match, or what he wants. He doesn't. But Joe's on the Tron. Says, "No, I'm not going to fight you now. I'll fight you on December 28th, and I'm so the king." So if we're of pushing, if we're pushing that it's the New Year's Bash show. It looks like Wardlow's going to win that title back. Hmm. Probably, because it's not going to hurt Joe any bit. What was this whole thing for? But then here's the thing. We get the title back on Wardlow, right? It gets Samoa Joe ready for Ring of Honor TV. But now Wardlow's TNT champion again. So now what? Now you have the problem of you have to get it off of him again. (laughs) Is this going to be his year-long reign or whatever? No, no. It's already been ruined, so. Oh, they could reset it though. Twenty twenty three could be all year. He's the TNT champion. Well, what to build him up for an MJF face off that no one is going to be that excited. I don't know. About? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Too many. Too many. Too many balls in the air. AEW. <laughs> Mark Henry has the best friends, and Dustin, and then Trent and his peeper of seven. All of them butchers, bakers, bunnies, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> in the background, Dustin Rose is scared of Danhausen. So, and the why, butcher says, what? Why did Danhausen have his back to the camera? Unless that wasn't, it should have not been Danhausen. And then Danhausen goes in the Mark Henry box or there's two Danhausens. How can there be two Danhausens? That would be amazing. Why didn't they do it? So the butcher talks about, why don't you call 1-800-get-your-butt-kicked or something? I don't no, know. He said some way shorter thing. Yeah. Yeah, and then the best friends are like, hold on, hold on. That's, that's not even... He goes, the one said, that's not even enough nu- numbers. And the one guy goes, and some of them are letters. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, so they actually... I enjoyed that. Good, and then yeah. Dan Housen wonders and dumb. Yeah. But matches, best friends, Orange Cassidy, Dustin Rhodes versus the Butcher and the Blade, Kip Saban, and Trent Seven. I'm not, it's a weird team. Is he sticking around? Is, Trent Seven? 
Yeah. He's getting paid. The... He's getting paid per appearance. So. Okay. So. He doesn't have a contract now. Starts out with, oh, look, a battle <clears throat> of the trits because. Oh, my God. People. They need more people with the same name. I forgot. Could we just do an entire pay-per-view where. The battle of the just... names. Yes. Name yes, you could. Name. Yes. Uh, Larry, Penelope, we, could, we should fantasy. More people. That. Penelope Ford and the bunny come out. Uh, Seven is, and uh, Sabian have a miscommunication. And then Orange Cassidy fakes that Bunny punches him in the groin. Yes. And then Dan Housen behind the ref's back when he's looking at that says that Penelope punches him. So they're rolling around. That's funny. But that's super funny because Dan Housen's not even in this match. <laughs> I, I must mention schoolgirl outfits. Uh, orange matching. Orange punch and a bulldog, I think it was. And Orange Cassidy pins. Up. A bulldog. Wow. What a finish. I'm the natural now. I guess I guess you don't need Orange Cassidy, but wasn't this Mid Atlantic title a thing? Yeah, and and Why is it a inevitably thing? Kip Sabian's the one to to maybe take it off of him, but Kip Sabian. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's gonna case me. Uh, okay. Without the box. I, uh. Yeah. These rampages are not as bad as they were though. No, they were right. Last this week's was still the best, week. but this week was okay. It was good. Yeah. That's all. That's all I want to say about that. So Let me check if we have any Rampage emails. Hold on. Rampage. No, we do not. Oh. So. Oh, but we have a general one. I don't fit. Andrew, a.k.a. writes in and says, Dear Joe and Larry, I want to share my experience using the code SmartWrestlingFan69. Ooh. Okay. A few weeks ago, I tried using the code on a very busy website, a hub, you might say. They were having a Black Friday deal. The code didn't work, but I did get a week's free trial. The <laughs> nearby school was having a winter carnival that was open to the neighborhood. T determined to save money and help the show, when I purchased my ticket for the cakewalk, I exclaimed, Smart Wrestling Fan 69! Police were called, almost called. I am no longer welcomed at that school. I hope you don't mind, but I shared the code with a friend of mine at work. I didn't save any money, but he did invite me to his upcoming party. I asked him if it was a Christmas party. He said, no, it's a key party. I don't know what that means. There will be key lime pie or a keynote speaker, but it sounds very fancy. Merry Christmas, Andrew, a.k.a. Thank you. Um, yeah, look at us. Yeah. others. I won't explain that last one to you, but it's okay. <coughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you for that. Okay. Uh, Raw? Is that where we yeah. are? Yeah. Oh, my God. It seems like it just happened. You have to eat all the more gummy bears. Uh, I'm dying here. You have to. <laughs> no, I'm already asleep. Help me. What? You don't have to review any more wrestling. Eat one. <coughs> okay. Okay. Fine. All right. Raw. <laughs> I'm killing Larry. Raw happy holidays. Am I going to get in trouble for telling you to do that? You don't have to listen to me. I think you're all right. Medically What's it called? Now, yes. Nah. I'm, I nah, really have no power what it's called. Of you. Yeah, it's called that. Raw <laughs> happy holidays edition. Live from Des Moines, Iowa. Ooh. As soon as I saw this, I had a, I had a feeling. I had a feeling that tonight's going to be oh, kind of night. Paul Heyman is sitting backstage. I thought to introduce the show, 
But then we zoom out a little bit and he's there with Roman Reigns. But did they advertise Roman Reigns on Raw? I don't think so, no. But to be fair, does he come to the ring? So maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. Reigns talks to the camera and he basically says this. Raw is the home of Kevin Owens. But Owens is going to need a lot more than John Cena. Tonight he's going to need the entire Raw locker room. But okay. So he's going to need them? Because weren't you weren't you waiting this whole night for Kevin Owens to come out and be like, I why do I care? I don't even like half those guys back there. I I was thinking that, but also it's just weird the way he phrased that. But whatever, we fade to the bloodline beating up Mustafa, Mustafa Ali and other guy. Who was the other guy? I don't remember. Didn't they? I don't do- think it was anybody. Didn't they mention tonight somebody being there for main event? So yeah, but that's later. But maybe this was just somebody okay, there for main if event. If that was somebody there for main event, then that was Axiom without his mask on. So then that was a Ooh. kid. But I don't think it was. It wasn't just a kid. It could be a kid, not oh. a kid. Oh. Okay, here we go. Let me just preface this by saying, oh my God, Raw Happy Holidays filler show. Yeah, things were there. but Three hours. And the illusion of things happening because you have advertised for tonight Bailey against Becky Lynch and Miz against Dexter Loomis in a ladder match for all the marbles, whatever it's called, the double or nothing, whatever it's called, all the monies. So, okay, let's see what happens here. Street Profits with Tazawa versus Damian Priest and Finn Balor with the rest of Judgment Day. Street oh. Profits and Tazawa. Wow, this is a thing. I'm bored already. This is three weeks of this already, and I don't want it anymore. Breaking news. Backst- and we go to we just cut backstage. The Bloodline have beat up Elias with a guitar, and they've beat up Andre Chase from NXT, who's here to be on main event. By the way, yep. he he lost to Cedric on main event. <laughs> oh, he shouldn't have. Shot. What a debut! Wow, what is Elias' career now? Since he's Nothing. Come back? He's just... remember when he couldn't wrestle. Is he injured? Is he on drugs? What is happening here? I don't know. Tazawa throws a drink in Dominic's face. It was supposed to hit Rhea Ripley, and then. Montez Ford just rolls up Finn Balor and wins. So Rhea is, okay, this is, wow. Rhea is mad that they just, that Tazawa hit her her fake boyfriend in the face with a drink. She punches Tazawa, who just dies instantly, and says, I want to wrestle you, Tazawa. I want to fight you right now. And I wrote, he can fight her because, his, remember, his character is a baby. Yes, so true. He can. Yeah, true. But then the Street Profits start screaming at Tazawa to beat up a woman. He's like, I don't want to beat up a woman. They're like, yeah, dog. Get it's that just like dog a buy going, into dog. Gang where you have to beat Yes, you have to up. beat up a woman. And he's like, no. So we go to break. When we come back, they're still screaming at him to beat up a woman. They This whole break, they've been yelling at him and he won't go in the ring. So finally... He's, he goes in the ring. It's Rhea against Tazawa. And guess what? The match doesn't work. Of course it doesn't. It can't. He won't hit her. He won't do anything. Rhea just 
beats the crap out of him and starts punching him in the face. He's blocking the punches. The crowd doesn't want this. The Street Profits are barking at Tazawa and saying to fight a woman. They're screaming at him. This match is dumpster quality, and I don't mean like a brand new shiny dumpster. I mean the opposite of that. Balor cheats. Balor has to cheat in this match. This is horrible. In the end, Riptide Rhea wins. Wow, why did that exist? Also that they could say, wow, look at that. Rhea Ripley just beat a grown man. So who else can she beat up? Did they bring back, uh, what was the guy with no chin? Um, Ellsworth. Yeah, she could beat him up. Maybe. Why did that segment exist? The crowd was like, ew, no. I don't, I think they think that Rhea is over China? with a certain part. Oh, of- oh yeah, and that, that's the thing. Graves said, oh, all these people out there watching this, some of them would give whatever to be in yeah, that ring and her. get beat up by Rhea. Is that what we're going for here? Really? They're playing a lot of angles with her. Okay. Oh, every time that now you'll never unhear this or unsee this, every time Rhea whispers in uh, Dominic's ear, I imagine she's just saying the N-word over and over. (laughs) Rhea racist. And I don't know if that makes Dominic also racist every time he smiles. Because, you know, one day we're going to find out what's being said. And if it's that, she's not going to be able to tell us for real. She's going to have to make up something. Reminder that Lashley got fired last week. But then a backstage interview with a homeless man. Who's on the... Is he on the phone with Lashley? Unless she doesn't want to come to work because he's getting paid anyway. Yeah, why would he? Like you said. So, homeless man says, well, Lashley's going to come back to work eventually. So, the story is that, <laughs> oh, my God, is, 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 did Lashley get popped for drugs, too? Oh, I, my God. There's I so, like did. I said, there's people missing. I have questions, and I can't answer. I think it's all drug tests, Larry. And they're using loopholes to keep them on TV and off TV, like... Um, the way Elias is there, but he's not there. And the way Riddle got written out and the way Drew. Oh my God. All these people. We're going to find out. So yeah, just say it. Drugs MVP. Oh, you mean them MVP comes in. Okay, good, 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 good. Not just good because Omos isn't there and he can't wrestle, but can we please get MVP to, to like, bring Lashley back and start the Hurt Business up again? I would, that would be the way to bring him back, though. I would be interested. But but he got fired, Joe. That's going to be such a good... St- oh, wait, he didn't. Even. Yeah, he didn't. MVP, when he, MVP comes in and wants to talk, homeless guy has to run away to hell for a rap about a horse or something. So that's the thing. The OC come out with Mia Yim, Meechin Mia Yim. Sometimes it's Mi Chin. Sometimes yeah. it's Mi Chin. Sometimes it's a nickname. Sometimes they act like it's a real sometimes name. Sometimes it's Meechum. They don't know. Backstage, this is the emergency that that homeless guy had to get to. Shelton, Cedric, and Dolph are all hurt. And Dolph oh my goes, God. Dolph goes, it was the bloodline. These guys are such jobbers that the bloodline could just destroy all of them. The bloodline isn't like 10 people. But isn't Dolph somehow in the U.S. title match? Not really, but not floating around. He mm. just randomly attacks people and... 
Gowles and Anderson against Alpha Academy. I don't know if we've ever seen this match, but it feels like we've seen it thousand times. <laughs> Magic Killer, the OC win. I'm bored. This raw and it seemed like it was so long for something that was just setting up what happens yep. next. Bloodline just come in and attack, and they beat up everybody. Then the homeless man comes out with security, and we go to break. We come back from break, and the Bloodline are just in the ring cutting a promo that they run the show. Sammy does jokes that he's the usologist and all this, while the homeless man has no power and tries to get them to stop. Yet security never like goes and grabs them, ever. No, and there's a, a bunch of security. There's so many. It's almost like that guy in the suit has no power. Um, they leave, they, the bloodline leaves, and the crowd chants Sammy Uso, and AJ Styles jumps in on Sammy like a spider monkey. <laughs> okay. Backstage, when we come back from break, AJ Styles wants to wrestle Sammy Uso, and a homeless man with no yes. power says, It's official! Yeah, he goes, I'll do, no, he goes, I'll do you one better. I'll give, I'll give you, you a match. Thing. Yeah, it's like, that's what I ask for. Sammy Zayn in a match. What? That guy's right terrible. Right here, I was I was thinking, oh my God, I think AJ Styles has to lose to Sammy Zayn. Yep. Mm-hmm. Backstage, Byron sits down with Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair. Byron says, Alexa, what happened after your match when you stood in the ring with Bianca and turned into the sister abigail crazy person and bianca bianca looks over and says yeah what happened alexa i don't trust you anymore alexa and alexa says look i don't know exactly what happened then but i can tell you my story and she guess what she does larry she finally explains stuff we actually have some character thing here except it's wrong oh you mean the or i know i but i i'm talking about when she explains i know situation let me say it so she explains, I'll tell you what's true and what's false. She says, Bray Wyatt abduct, abducted me. I guess that's true. And turned me into a dark, evil version of myself and then just left me. Nope. You turned on him. Remember? You turned on your friend Bray Wyatt for no reason because Vince changed his mind at WrestleMania. Remember that? Yeah, that now happened. You, honestly, I didn't until you said that. <clears throat> yeah, that's that happened. Bray just left me. Well, he left, but you already had turned on him. Retcon garbage, Larry. She no, says, but I do like the fact that what we said, she makes real. She's like, I haven't even been a real person for the last okay. hour. Yes, she says, I'm a shell of myself, former self, and I don't even recognize myself. Okay. That's true, but if this whole story is when she turns evil, she's being, you know, mind-controlled by Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy, and we're supposed to, like, cheer for her to break free of that? No! You turned on him! This is so... That's, like, a major point. I think we're gonna... They're gonna want us to forget a lot of old Bray Wyatt stuff. Well, you can't, because it happened. And I just want Kevin Owens to now be the narrator and the balladeer of both shows and just oh, yes. remember and tell us everything we forgot. I love it. And what's what's great is when you're watching, you wish whatever was going on, he was involved with and, yep. and would say, just make a couple of witty he comments should, about. Exactly. He should walk into scene and go, remember 
You turned on Bray Wyatt and like spit yeah. mist in oh, his whatever. face or whatever, goop <laughs> in his face. Remember you did that? Yeah, you did that. And then he left Raw. So don't even say that he left you. <laughs> that would be awesome. But anyway, this is the best part because I'm watching. There's a screen behind them that says Raw. Of course, we're waiting for that Wyatt logo to show up. And it shows up. That moth shows up on the screen or whatever it is, Firefly Moth. And sure enough, Alexa's hypnotized by that. And sure enough, she grabs a vase with some, or vase, as Larry would say, with some flowers in it and just knocks Bianca the F out with it. Yeah. And who was who was doing the interview? Byron. It was Byron's like, Alexa, what was yep. that? Mm-hmm. It was very funny. Not that, Alexa. Get out of here. She'll repeat the song. Okay. Oh, breaking news. January. Everything tonight is breaking news, they say. And it's always Patrick Irishman that says it. Breaking news. But you know what? They told Barrett to say that a lot on SmackDown, too. Or at least once. But the fact is, now that's their new thing, is to say breaking news. So, breaking news. January 2nd Raw. Bianca against Alexa for the title. Okay. Larry, no more Raws till next year. Aren't you excited? You're so excited. I am. Yes, it's three hours. I finally get a break. Oh my three god! Three hours of your life will I come back. I never get a break. I know. It's so good. Ah, we're still gonna have a show and lots of news and lots of shows to cover, though. But no raw. Uh, ladders are set up with two bags of money hanging above the ring. Here we go again with stupid. Graves says this. Explain this to me, Larry. He says, "It's double or nothing. All that money above the ring." Is the money Miz owed Dexter Loomis? Is that true? Yeah. No, it's double or nothing. So Plus, that means half the, Miz, the money. But but for Miz, it's not double or nothing, really, right? He's not. He's getting his money back. But if he loses, it's, it's all nothing. his money. Cor- no, because if the half of the money is the money he paid to Dexter, half the money yeah. is the Miz's. You can't say money you paid someone for a job. But he's not getting your money. double, I guess. But, yeah, I know what you're saying. That's not the point. All yeah. that money above the ring is the money Miz owed Dexter Loomis is completely false. 50% of it is. He already paid it. What? Miz versus, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Okay. You understand what I'm saying. That he, yes, Miz is I know. Not I know. It doesn't double. make sense he either might get way. nothing. Yeah. Miz he's against Dexter. Negative, but. Okay. This match... Oh my God, this match. Miz against Dexter with Johnny Wrestling in a ladder match. Excuse me, number one. Nobody wants this match. I don't. You don't. The crowd doesn't. The fans, nobody wants it. The crowd is... I've never heard a crowd this quiet during a uh, gimmick match ever in my life. Did you? And, and it should have a lot of heat, I, but everybody's Wait, ready why? for him okay. to move on. Tell me why it should have a lot of heat. Because it's cartoony heel stuff oh my money knock 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 okay but who's he wrestling what do you mean who is Miz wrestling oh he's Dexter Loomis why does the crowd like Dexter Loomis do they do they hate Dexter Loomis do they love Dexter Loomis the crowd doesn't know what he even is so they're silent they don't know what to do with it so okay Dexter does a superplex off a ladder, which is on the second rope. Graves freaks out over this. That's a weaker superplex than off the top rope. He loves this move for some reason. The crowd does not want this move. 
they do not react to it. Graves says this weird line inside Dexter's mind is Huey Lewis and the news and (laughs) Phil Collins. What does that mean? I have no idea. Why would I don't know what he's talking about? Is that default crazy people head stuff that I don't know about? No, I I think it's just Graves. He just says stuff now. Um, Larry, have you ever seen a ladder match where climbing to grab the thing down gets zero reaction? You're right. It, it was not For, over. I've I never, a little ever seen that before. Uh, maybe it's happened in WCW, for example. I don't remember, but this, wow, this match sucks. It, and, and let me ask you this. Is this the most boring ladder match in history? It's not anything spectacular. And but, there's no dives or anything. But I'm saying as far as like no reaction from the crowd, no heat, no nothing. Is can you remember a more boring ladder match ever? I'm sure I can, but I can't I don't easily. I can't. Even the most even two of the most dull wrestlers in a ladder match, they do a spot and the crowd would get excited or whatever. This was like, what am I watching? Miz puts Dexter in a ladder, like they make a Dexter sandwich on the floor, and then throws chairs on top of that. And the only time the crowd makes noise is to say, we want tables. So Miz teases them and grabs a table and is like, ha ha, I'm not going to use that. And they boo him. So there, there's the smallest amount of heat because they wanted a thing. But that had nothing to do with the wrestlers. That's just their default chant. Miz attacks Johnny because Johnny was in his face. So when we look at Dexter now... Miz turns around and he's out of the ladder burial just so Patrick could say, he's still alive. Like he's, why would it be be dead? Yeah, but now Johnny's dead for the rest of the match. He gets kicked into the crowd and he never is seen again. So Dexter puts Miz on the announce table and climbs a ladder. And guess what? Miz just moves. So Dexter eats it and goes right through the table. So the crowd liked that because the table exploded. Dexter gets up. He's about to win because they're both at the top of the ladder. And then he knocks Miz down. Dexter's about to pull down the money. Oh, look, it's Jonah from New Japan. Larry, this is the guy that just beat Okada in the G1. He was, you have no idea how over he was in Japan. In NXT, he was known as Bronson Reed. So he goes back to that default crappy name. They're like, look. It's Bronson Reed. He's back in WWE. No reaction whatsoever. Number one, Why would there be? this crowd is a raw crowd. So they n- didn't watch New Japan or NXT. So they don't know who, De- they don't know who Bronson Reed is. They don't know who Dexter is, let alone who Bronson Reed is. They're like, who? He stops Dexter from climbing. He Beats up Dexter, goes up to the top rope and does the torpedo, which is a big splash. He calls it the tsunami, I guess, here. That's what the, yeah. That's what Graves, Graves said. And then he helps Miz climb the ladder. Miz pulls down the bags. Miz wins. And the crowd's like, what is this crap? What a dumb way to introduce Jonah. This is terrible. And are you really going to have Miz have another new he guy already had Chompy. under his wing? Now we're going to have... He had Alex Riley. He had Chompy. He had the big show. What, we really just just keep on doing this. Just now he has Jonah. Um, I'm sorry, Bronson Reed. No, this match. Wow. 
What a waste. But it's going to be like everything tonight. It's just. It's just there. And I think, I think it was Patrick that said it best. He's like, can you believe it's only six weeks to the Royal Rumble? And I'm like, oh, that's why everything's filler. (laughs) Only. Only. Remember, it's two months between pay-per-views right now. Because they canceled that that uh, day one, New thing. Year's Day. Yeah. Then but Kmart they're still doing you. the second. I think they have a show, right? But that's just raw. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying they could they have canceled, at least called that. The, the they could have done something, right? Day two, and done a mini pay per view on Raw. Yeah, they could have. They're already having a, a title match. Why not? But my God, Jonah, Jonah's back. Bronson Reed, dud. Dexter, dud. I don't like you don't understand how I mean his promos got incredible Bronson Reed in in New Japan his wrestling got really good he built they built him up like this monster beast that he made Japanese crowds that weren't allowed to cheer and boo he made them yell and when he went to the top rope they broke the law for him because that's how over he was in Japan and now he comes in here like a dud helping Miz, yeah i'm so Which, upset by this not that not that it's not redeemable not that you can't get him over give him a mic he's actually really good um when he's a heel really good but right now yuck like you said it's not irredeemable but no. has anybody ever come out of Miz mrs clutch not really great? alex riley gone chompy gone Big show gone. Everybody gone. Everybody's gone. dead. AJ Styles against. Oh, I'm sorry. Backstage, Seth Rollins looks at his own merch and fake laughs. Okay. AJ Styles against Sami Zayn. Guess what? Here's another one. The crowd doesn't know what to do with this match. AJ Styles, awesome wrestler. Sami Zayn, awesome wrestler. Uh, AJ's the face, and Sami's also a face in a heel faction yeah, because the maybe crowd the wants to cheer for him. Face? I don't. So he's not. Who, what do you do in this match? It's a good match, but the crowd doesn't know what to do with it. Solo Sokoa walks through the crowd to the ring. This is going to be the theme of the night. People walk through the crowd to the ring. Styles attacks him. Solo cheats. Sammy wins with a blue thunderbomb. Like for yeah. the first time ever in WWE? Is this? I think it might be the second because I remember us saying something about another okay. time it happened. But the fact is, wow, that's rare. But I mean, it was because of cheating. And then a homeless man yells at Sammy Zayn. Why? What? Why are you yelling at him? They made the match. This he's like, you why are you yelling at Solo? He's the one that came and cheated. Why are you yelling at Sammy? Well, he's telling him to leave. I'm like, you made the match. Yeah, this is stupid. Backstage Seth Rollins dancing. There's still no main event announced, and we are almost an hour three, Larry. Seth Rollins comes out. I know you know what that means. It's a tag match. It sure will be. Seth Rollins comes out. They say in two weeks, Rollins gets his U.S. title shot because there's no Raw next week. Fake laugh. Rollins brags about the bloodline not attacking him, and they attacked all the jobbers on Raw instead. Theory comes out, and the crowd boos because Boring Theory has go-away heat. So, like, one of the only guys that has heat on the show is Theory because they don't like him, not because he's a good heel. He'll prove why you don't want to see him on TV. He's terrible. He ta- He's terrible. They what him. He gets rattled again. He always gets rattled by them. He's trying to hide it. He's hiding it a little better, but 
He doesn't know what to do. He says, the champ is here. And I remember, oh, yeah, we never got that match. Remember that? Yeah, we ne- never well, got that match. Well, here's the thing. Was the other, there was another scene that we didn't get either. Right. But, but that don't was, worry, he's going to wrestle this year. That was the big one at SummerSlam that we never got or whatever pay-per-view it was going to be. But does, is that telling? Is that the WrestleMania match? Or is he going to keep that U.S. title until WrestleMania? Well, you know, Cena has rehabilitated that U.S. title. Oh my How many times has that been the yeah. story? That title's important. Yeah. Cena's coming back. Yes. Ra- exactly. Rollins says, you don't want to end up like Bobby Lashley. Wait, what? You mean fired or not fired? What, do you, what does that mean? What? Well, and, 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 uh, Austin Theory does point give a good point about how, you know, Seth didn't do anything. Right. Seth didn't hurt him and make him leave. True. He got fired on his own by doing by because of an accident and a shove. But and then he got unfired and then he won't show up to work because he's getting paid. So, okay. Rollins, this is I hate this. Speaking of the prestigious United States title, Rollins says there's only one more one thing more more important or bigger than that United States title, and that's you will never be me. <laughs> Wait, so being Seth Rollins is bigger than a title. So then, what are we doing? What is this crap? I I, I this has went on too long, but I don't know what you do with Austin theory. If you're uh, not putting him in somebody there who's as hot as, and it, Seth Rollins has nothing else to do. So it'll right. go on for a while, but they need to stop wasting my time. This is just such filler to the rumble theory asks, how many times did they give the ball to you Rollins and you fumbled it? Larry, when was that? I don't know. Do you know what he's talking he's, about? Nope. And then he goes, you, fu- they, you fumbled it like the bears. <laughs> wait yeah. from chicago Ooh. wait did i did they move did the bears move we're in iowa it's, are they is, are, is it the iowa bears now he doesn't know <coughs> is that supposed to be a joke or did he really botch that i know i think he really botched it i just can't believe that he doesn't eventually get better at this are we gonna get emails that say that worse. i don't know what i'm talking about and that iowa people cheer for no, the chicago, chicago bears. bears they're in the same division as the lions Okay. Theory says the most original line he's ever said, you're the third most successful member of the shield. Yeah. We already heard that. What? Oh my God. Rollins wants to fight now, but the Usos show up through the crowd again. Theory runs away. The Usos beat up Rollins. So Kevin Owens comes to save his former tag team partner, Seth Rollins or to fight the Usos or for whatever reason, he's coming out here. And a homeless man and officials come out and Owens wants a tag match. And homeless man says, it's official. Which means Becky versus Bailey is the diva death spot. They've said Becky and Bailey haven't fought a singles match in four years. And they're putting them in the diva death spot. Yeah. And they're saying how each one of them think the other one is the best women's wrestler. It's a big, big match, right? Big match that you put on and the spot on hour three when no one's watching. Good job. Backstage, Becky cuts a promo on Bailey. Where was Bailey's version of this? Becky's looking into the camera. When you do the look in the camera thing, don't you? Yeah, she she did. Yeah. I wonder why not. I don't know. It's like it felt uneven to me. So Becky cuts a promo on Bailey. She wants Bailey to leave the lackeys backstage or don't. 
She'll fight one or three, whatever. Okay. Damage control out. Did I mention next week is the best of Raw? (laughs) Just the best. Oh, I'm sorry. Absolute best of Raw. Oh, my. Wow. We can't miss that. Wow. I did the It's Official and Absolute Best. Somebody got that out there. Um, Bailey versus Becky Lynch. The ref ejects Kai and Sky. It's a match, but I mean, there's nothing special here. This is just a match. Bailey cheats and hits Bailey. And it's, it's, yeah, hits Bailey with Bailey. Hits, hits uh, Becky with an iPad that Graves calls a monitor. I guess it's a monitor. You can monitor things on it. I know. It isn't a monitor, though. It's just thin. Bailey wins. Wow. What a waste. Hey, speaking of missing people, where's uh, Rey Mysterio and Karrion Cross? Cross? Uh, they're on this week's tape show. Okay. They are. Okay. I just, you know who else is on spoiler without telling you results. Angel from the Lotharios. Wow. Yep. He didn't die. So yeah. So, so Becky Lynch just jobs to Bailey in the diva death spot on the show. Well, I think the booking is fine because Bailey needed a win. I know she needed a win, but not here. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess was, this was just. A if talk you're gonna about do it. this, this should have been like the opening match. But I understand they wanted to do the bloodline story throughout the whole show. But <sighs> I think Triple H realized that bloodline equals ratings, so they're he was trying to thread them through the whole show, but not for three hours. Three hours is too long. Backstage, the Usos get ready. Patrick talks about the Undertaker, and I don't know who that is. I think Gunther knows him. Oh. Backstage Rollins gets ready and Owens walks in. This is awesome. Rollins is like uh, this we is were, the only this is the I, best part of it. I love it. Rollins is like, we were a good tech team. Why don't why don't we team anymore? <laughs> Owens goes, um, remember last year you tried to steal my or earlier this <laughs> year, you tried to steal my WrestleMania spot. You you dressed up and you you were like, I'm gonna be the host of the Kevin Owens show and remember he's like oh but I, oh wait he's like Owens is like I'm 98% sure and, <laughs> that was and Rollins goes then there's 2% chance I didn't do that he's like I'm 100% sure and Owens, Rollins is like nice. oh oh and then he goes I know it was you you're wearing some crazy wacky suit he's like me no and he goes man you looked really good he goes I did didn't I really looked and good he's like ha <laughs> and Rollins is like oh man I did do the whole that. thing Every part of this was great. It's gold. It's gold. Owens is is genius. He is Kevin is is just a genius. So this is awesome. Rollins, you know, is ready for the match. He walks away and he does this fake laugh. And Owens goes, still got that laugh, huh? (laughs) I what can you say? He is like Owens is the voice of all of us that watch the show and realize that it's all stupid. Yeah, he's amazing just evolved into this truth telling character that isn't just truth telling, but almost is, is the fans truth. Yep. Saying stuff. It's everything that we remember or forgot. And he's going to remind us if we did forget. Yep. Main event Usos against Owens and Rollins. They talk about how next week is a best of show. And Oh my God. Can you imagine? Graves says, just, this- it's just a best of. No, absolute best. Oh. And Graves says, 
this match right here that's coming up might be so good. We'll see a replay next week on that show. Imagine <laughs> if they just played this match twice. Like, what? <laughs> really? Are you yeah, seriously you telling? Do it. Last week was the best of the whole right. year. You I'll might as it. well tell people not to watch. Okay. Solo Sokoa comes in through the crowd. <laughs> but Gallows and Anderson come out to fight him. Theory comes through the crowd. He hits Rollins with the title. He hits Rollins in the head with the title with the worst title shot to the head I've ever seen. It's like, he's like, here, I'm going to put this next to your ear. Uh, and then Rollins barely felt it and then fell over late, like a split second too late. In the ring, though, pop-up powerbomb. Wait a minute. Owens wins by himself. <laughs> so the story... <laughs> I... Remember when Usos were like invincible, but I guess in a non-title match. Oh, as soon as, yes, they are invincible in a title match. But in a non-title match, I guess it just takes Kevin Owens. And guess what? Pop-up powerbomb, like the blue thunderbomb, those are now secondary moves. So the second time we've seen, I think that's rhyming poetry on purpose. (laughs) You're a poet. It's on purpose. That's right. So, um, yeah, Owens wins. And then, okay, then it's about to get good. Sami Zayn shows up, and he's in the ring, and nothing. What was that? They want to keep Sami strong, so you believe he should be in this match with... I think, again, this is... That plus the... the, I think we're supposed to... Like, there were secrets in here. And I'm serious. Pop-up Powerbomb not being a finisher, and Blue Thunderbomb not being a finisher, and... Owens and Sammy being on opposite sides, excuse me, in this feud and story. And then the picture, because, and then Graves was specifically told to say, a picture is worth a thousand words when Sammy's staring down Kevin Owens in the ring while the Usos stand on the outside of the ring. That's all there to tell you where this story's going. Yeah. I really do think they care this much about it that they did all that on purpose. I, well, I think... It's the story you have to tell. Sometimes you can't it, just make decisions. It's very that important to have details for video packages later. And I think that this is one of them. And I really, really like that. I'm glad they care that much about a story. Because when we had Vince, he didn't care at all about it. And if you, okay. And if you're wondering why in the news, I didn't mention Vince McMahon's returning no. to WWE because it's not true. Now, I'm not saying he's not going to return, but here, let me explain how this came about. Yes, this is a, what did they call it when you were a kid, telephone? Where It's a game of telephone. So basically what happened was the Wall Street Journal did another story. And there's all this, you know, not new information because there's really not. But Vince is getting sued again um, by Chatterton, the referee that um, he allegedly assaulted um, back in the 1980s. And at the same time this is going on, Wall Street Journal did all this investigative journalism like they're supposed to, and they talked to people close to or that were close to Vince McMahon, and three of them, at least three of them that I know of, said Vince is planning, Vince really wants to come back to WWE. Okay, but did you ask Vince? Well, no. And if we did, he didn't comment. 
okay, of course people close to Vince were going to say that he wants to come back. If you're Vince and you're with this company for 50 years or whatever it is, and you get ousted and you quote retire when you didn't plan to, and you were basically forced out. When you talk to people close to you, you're going to be kind of humiliated and you're going to probably say, yeah, I'm going to, I'll get the job back or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Of course what, you're going to say that. What do you that? think he said to everyone around him? Why this is news, I don't know. It's secondhand or thirdhand information. And by me giving it to you, it's about fifthhand information. I don't know. Again, not that Vince couldn't come back. It would be very difficult for him to come back. I don't know how that would work. Uh, but and it's wrestling, so you never say never. But it's as of today, it is not news. I just wanted people to understand where we're at with this. No, it is barely a rumor. Yeah. It's it's one step removed from a fan saying, I bet Vince will come back someday. Right. And it's like, well, maybe he will. But boy, that would really wreck stuff. Wouldn't it? Again, I don't think any real wrestling fan watching the product today, even if they were a Vince fan, would want it to go back to what it was. No, definitely not. So don't tell me you're a real WWE fan if you actually want Vince back. Plus, Vince is a horrible monster, as we found out. Yeah, but unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people care. Well, some people I know, I know, I know. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. But um, yeah, Um, the bloodline thing. That was the most interesting part of Raw. I'll say that right now. Kevin Owens, best. Most entertaining. One of the most entertaining things on Raw. But my God, was there just stuff that you didn't even need to see on this Raw. This was filled with things. Sure was things on this Raw. Yeah. I think we may be stuck. Luckily, there won't be shows, but a lot of them that we see will just be things to see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there you go. I need to sleep. Pass out. <laughs> I, I, I am so not even tired. I just need to close my eyes. Okay. We'll let Larry close his eyes oh, because I believe, God. I believe that's our show. Everybody. Um, would you lead the, read this list of like 17 names though? Real quick. Larry? No, I'm just kidding. All right. <coughs> no, we're done here. Thank you. That's our show. Everybody. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And until next time. Bye, everybody.